Hello again, everybody. Tom Lydon with you. Thanks for listening to the Westwood Living Podcast. I'm coming to you from a place where I have never been before, the basement of the Islington branch of the Westwood Public Library, and I am with... Michael Walsh. How are you, Mr. Walsh? Great. I'm great, Tom. Thanks for having me. I appreciate this. Well, I appreciate the fact that we were with each other at the Westwood Community Chest Gala of Giving, and that's where this brainstorm began. And frankly, I did the school committee members before we did the select board members. I'll forgive you for that part, but okay. <laughs> but we got there, and it has been amazing to see the engagement. It really speaks to how people of this town care about their town government, and you've been a part of that town government now for, I believe, Nine years, correct? That is correct, nine years. So yes. you're headed up trying to win re-election for a fourth term. Correct, yes. And I guess the natural question is, give us some of the highlights, some of the things you've learned over the course of that nearly a decade in your seat on the select board. So, you know, I've, what I've really learned over, the over time is that it takes a lot of time. You know, people think that, it, uh, first of all, it's not a paid position, and I want people to realize that. You don't get paid to be select board member. Uh, but, you know, we've done a lot of things. We've uh, put in a new fire station right outside here. We redid this library that we're sitting in right now. Uh, we did a new uh, police station over on Route 1. We um, did a lot of great things in under two and a half, and that was the way we really worked. We know that people are not going to... A vote for an override for a municipal building so we had to find a way to work it within our taxes so that uh, residents could get the best product uh, and we do that by being really fiscally responsible I mean we have a triple a bond reading uh, rating and we've had it for 27 years what that does that allows our town to borrow money at the best rate that's on the market there aren't a lot of uh, especially towns that are as good at it as we have been for 27 years. And we continue to do it. And, you know, give you an example, the new Hanlon School, or what was the Hanlon School, now to be Pine Hills. We did that, you know, the best we could within Prop 2.5, but we spread it out over 30 years because Westwood is a town that the schools matter a lot. And a lot of people come to town, educate their children, and then a lot of them move on and go somewhere else. So the thought process was by making it 30 years, we'd have more of the people using the school actually paying for the school. And so those are some of the great things that have happened since my nine years. What's opened your eyes just about being a member of the select board? How have things changed in your three terms? Well, what I think is obviously, you know, the board changed. When I first came on the board, there were two members who were there no less than 15 years. And in the last three years, we have... Uh, two new select board members who are there in their first terms. Uh, so as the, I guess, the senior guy on the select board, you know, I, I have a little bit of knowledge of what's happened in the past, ideas of how we should handle things going forward. You know, we have a new town administrator, we have a new HR person, and we have two new select board members. So I think my history and my having been here before really helps all of them come along into their uh, growing into the position. And, you know, I don't, I don't claim to be a teacher, but I claim to be able to give them some advice as to how things have happened in the past. You mentioned a lot that's happened in the last nine years, but for most people, they look at where we are right now, this Islington development. And it was hairy and bumpy at times, but what do you take away from that process now that it's pretty much 98, 99% done? So what's, what's really interesting, Tom, is for those that were here and remember, you know, when this first came out, I lived in Islington and still live on the Islington side. But when this first came out, uh, the residents were against it, or enough of the residents were against it who were making a lot of noise that they didn't want it. And so I was actually uh, working with the uh, Islington Community Health uh, Center. We had a task force 
and I was working on that task force, sat through many meetings, heard from residents, et cetera. In fact, at, towards the end, I was you know, taking over because the person who was the chair was unable to attend. We did a vote. The vote was 11 to 1 uh, based on the plan. That plan included 28 single apartments and included a lot of other things. But the residents didn't want that. So when the final vote came down, the vote out of the 12 members was 11 to 1. Guess who was the one? And at the select board, I was outvoted 3 to 2. I mean, yeah, 2 to 1, right? And so when that happened, I said, okay, if I'm going to lose, I want to be in charge of negotiating. I want to be the select board liaison to negotiate with the developer and with the residents and get the best deal that we can. CVS changed its location, and CVS uh, statewide said, no, we're not coming in if we're not getting 15,000 square feet and a drive-thru. I spoke with the developer who said, I have tried, I have tried, they will not. I demanded a meeting with them, and at that point in time, it was virtual. And by the time we finished that meeting and I had explained the residents and their requests, we got it down to 10,000 square feet, no drive-thru. We got down to, instead of 28 single apartments, we got down to 18 two-bedroom condos. So we really worked hard. We kept the look of the church. We did everything that we could to possibly make the residents uh, appreciate what it would look like at the end. And I think it looks fantastic. We've got new restaurants. We're revitalized. And the real estate agents are telling me across town, this is the side to live in right now. Everyone wants to be on the Islington side. So we're going to try to see what we can do on the other side, on the high street side of town. Now that's coming, right? You know that's going to be coming over the course of the next couple of years, which leads to the next question. Should you win re-election, what remains on the front burner? What are the hottest topics that you and the rest of the select board will need to tackle? So the hottest topics that we have is always priorities, right? It's going to be the priorities. Number one priority has always been the schools. So we, we're redoing the school where the Hanlon School was. We're redoing that. We still have the Sheehan School to figure out. So that's on the top of the list. We need a new fire station. The fire station on High Street is basically tipping backwards, and it's, it has a lot of issues, and that has to be resolved. We have the issue of, of course, Hale Reservation. What are we going to do with Hale Reservation? Hale is looking for $10 million from us. We also have a sidewalk on Gay Street that the residents have designed and just needs to be put forward and see where it goes. Where it goes. And the problem is, you know, where is the priority? My job is not to decide the priority. My job is to figure out how we present it and let people make the decision that works best for themselves. Why do you want to keep doing it? Honestly, Tom, I do like the job. I like people. I'm a people person. I'm approachable. I mean, listen, I, I've spent 35 years representing injured workers and families for workers' comp and Social Security. So I deal with the average working person every single day. And I feel that I bring that to the select board, the openness, the approachableness. You know, you have a, uh, something that's on your mind. Convince me. And I can be convinced. I've actually changed my opinion once I hear a good argument that some, or something I didn't consider that, you know what, I'm not afraid to say it. On the select board, I've been voted out, you know, two to one several times. And every vote, if it were taken again today, I would probably still vote the same way, with maybe one exception. But, uh, you know, I'm not afraid to express the minority opinion. I'm not afraid to be that person. I, you know, I, I can stand on the island if I have to because I believe it's right. And only time will tell whether who's right or wrong. You talked about being part of a panel and having one vote in three. I asked a similar question to the school committee candidates. What makes you the right candidate to work within that system where it is a 33% vote? So the number one thing that I always say is I try to tell everyone, 
my opinion is my opinion and your opinion is your opinion. And just because I'm sitting on the board doesn't make it better. It just makes it mine. And so being able to understand and respect people have a difference of opinion and why that's there, you know, people like to be heard. And as long as you understand their position, you don't necessarily have to agree with it. And I'll be honest, I can't get in my house of five, sometimes I am the minority. So, you know, I understand that. And people are going to differ in opinion. It's a matter of how you respect them and show them the respect for their side. So personal questions. Just tell us a little bit about your background. I know that you talked about being a lawyer, but how long have you been around the area? As a person who's only been here eight years, you've been on the select board for longer than I've been here. Right. So we actually, my wife and I came here with three young kids. We came from West Roxbury. Uh, we came here, I believe, in 2007, right after um, Hurricane Katrina. And so I ended up carrying two mortgages for about eight months because uh, the market just took a drop. My house in West Roxbury sat there for eight months. But we came here for the schools like everyone else. You know, we had young kids, and it's a great school system. And so we wanted to continue. And, you know, I have been, as much as I've been a lawyer for 35 years, I have been ready for this time. I have been a disc jockey since I was 17. Hidden talents. Right? And so that's why I told you I'm not afraid of the microphone when it comes up. And that's a joke within the select board, too. Give it to Mike. He's not afraid of the microphone. Um, but, you know, I've, I've used that talent here in town. You know, I've um, helped fundraisers for the Sheehan School. I've helped uh, fundraisers for the hockey program. You know, I charge them half of what I usually charge. And, you know, I volunteer every year for the Westwood Road Race is that I'm out there as a select board, and people don't know it, but I'm emceeing the race, and I'm doing all the fun stuff for the race, and I've done that. I think this is our uh, eighth year, and I think I've done it six out of the eight years, mainly because now that I have kids in college, it's been parents' weekend, so I'd rather be with my kids than to do the road race and hand it off to somebody else. But, you know, I, I continue to use that talent, you know, when necessary to do public speaking and to help the schools and the fundraisers whenever I can. In fact, I started DJing originally for the town for the community chest uh, when, it's, when I first came here. Now it's been handed off to a younger individual to continue, and you were doing the emceeing, so that was okay. I was glad to enjoy the evening instead of having to MC. <laughs> How do people learn more about you between now and Election Day, which is April 25th? So the easy way for those who don't know me is, um, you know, I have a Facebook page, uh, and, I, you know, I work and live in town. And I am never afraid. People know if they want to reach me. Some go through the select board, and they'll send me an email. Others just pick up the phone knowing that attorney Michael Walsh is in Westwood and they can call my office and people do all the time and call me up and say, Hey Mike, I have a question for you, you know, um, and I'll take the time out of my busy day to, to be able to answer the resident questions and to tell them if I don't have the answer, let me do some checking. I'll get back to you. Um, so, you know, people can reach me by calling me. Yes. If you actually pick up the telephone, you can actually talk to me. Uh, and I'm here in Westwood and you know my cell phone is out there you can private message me on Facebook I have a Westwood select board page which has been there for nine years and you know I try to post things in town that are happening but uh, you know I'm approachable so just come and see me and you know like I said my opinion is mine and yours is yours and let's see if we can reach some middle ground somewhere if we differ that is Michael Walsh he is running for re-election for the select board here in Westwood election day is April 25th Thank you very much for your time. Thank you, Tom. And I'm glad that we came up with this idea because this idea has been kind of hot and people in this town want to learn more about their town government. So thanks so much for taking the time. Thanks, Tom. I appreciate it. And listen, good luck with your Westwood Living magazine. It's doing fantastic. I appreciate that. You've been a big help launching that as well, connecting me with a lot of people who have been supportive. So that does not go 
unrecognized. Thanks, Tom. For all of you who listen, thanks so much. You can always reach out to me, T. Lydon, at bestversionmedia.com. If you've got ideas of other people I should chat with, please feel free. Just like you can reach out to Mike, I'm pretty visible too. And you can find me, and we'll continue these conversations on the Westwood Living Podcast Network. 